Before we dive into today's episode, I want to just take a quick minute to talk about my thoughts about what's happening in the world right now. I understand that I'm in a different country and that in a tangible way, these riots, the situation that's unfolding in the United States right now, doesn't have a direct impact on my life. That said, to pretend that racism does not also exist in Canada is not only a fallacy, but a huge disservice to the people that suffer at the hands of our government. And it's a disservice to the people that suffer down there too. Because it's very, very easy to look at a different country and go, yeah, well, at least we're not like that. But it's, that's inaccurate. We're like that too. And while this platform isn't necessarily the most appropriate platform to have these discussions, while I do not have much to say because I don't have to live it, I just want to take a quick moment before we start this episode, which has nothing to do with what's going on because it was recorded a few weeks ago. I just want to take a moment to say to my friends in the United States and my friends here in Canada and my friends around the world who deal with systemic oppression, systems that are designed to keep you down and never allow you the opportunities that you deserve as humans, I want to tell you that I see you and I hear you and I'm listening and you are welcome to talk to me if you want and if you don't want to. I fucking respect it and I get it. I I just love you guys so much. And I wish I wish I knew more what to do. I'm continuing to try to educate myself without without putting a burden emotional labor on my friends that are suffering. I just I love you and my heart is breaking. And if for what it's worth, I am sitting here ruminating, strategizing, what ways can I use the privilege that maybe I didn't ask for, but definitely have? What ways can I use that privilege to further your cause? What ways can I use the advantage of not having to live it to help supplement areas that have become too much of a burden for you? in the fight for equality and equitability. So as much as I don't have solutions, as much as I don't have any way to fix it, I just want you to know that I love you and that I hear you and I see you and that as opportunities arise, I will continue to try to help in the fight in any ways that I can. And I am open to correction If I'm seeing things that are harmful, please feel free to call me out publicly, privately, any way that you feel will be helpful. Publicly is fine. Then other people can see and learn. Anyways, we're going to dive into the episode here. Um, It is an episode with the lovely Jordan, and I hope that you guys are able to enjoy it, find value in it. And once again, to my friends that are hurting right now. I love you. Black lives matter. Indigenous lives matter. The Conquest of Bliss, a podcast about finding light in the darkness. This episode was produced by Cavi Productions.
Hello and welcome back to The Conquest of Bliss. I am here with the lovely Jordan Murdick from my hometown. And so how are you today, Jordan? Hi, um, I'm good. I've woken up. I've had some coffee. I'm excited to be here and uh, look forward to this podcast with you. I also look very much forward to it. Um, it's uh, it's a beautiful day here in Vancouver Island, on Vancouver Island. You're not, I'm not in the island. Um, and you were saying, oh, shit, one sec. Oscar. Oscar likes to play in paper bags while I record, so we fixed. Um, <laughs> so Oscar's my cat, by the way, not not like a child. Um, I assumed it was an animal. <laughs> so, uh, so tell me a little bit, Jordan. I know that your life has changed dramatically in the last uh, couple of years. I mean, we've been Facebook friends since 2015 with, with Wardo. Um, that's when I added you. I remember very specifically. Uh, <laughs> and so, yeah. So tell me a little bit about, uh, about your journey to get from, you know, where you were to where you are now. My journey. Well, it did start uh, in Mackenzie, BC. I grew up, um, with a great close group of girlfriends, um, which was very lucky considering there was a lot of like bullying and all that stuff through high school. Um, you know, lots of drinking, lots of uh, partying, and, you know, I was relatively happy all, most of the time. Um, I think um, having a good group of friendships really, like, played a huge part in that. Like, I was supported through a lot of trauma when I was 16. Um, the first love of my life, the first partner I was ever with, passed away in a dirt bike accident. Um, rest in peace, uh, Corey. Um that had a huge effect on my life, of course, as it would. I seen um, him in the hospital. I seen his parents crumble. I seen his family, you know, so, so hurt and sad. And that um, was a huge milestone in my life. Um, I think I ended up picking up the book, The Secret, a little bit after that. And um with like all my girlfriends on board and all that stuff on board, I just continued through life. I mean, there was lots of hardships around that, um, around dating again, around um, having sex with other people. There was there was a lot of um, unknown in my being, you know, like um, the fact that how could you ever do that to somebody and move on like that? You know, there's, mm-hmm. we were young, we were really young. Um, his sister and her friends were hurt and that kind of stuff really just um, was prominent and uh, it just kind of got easier as time went by but it never really went away I um, I really chose to be kind to people because I watched sadness destroy people mm-hmm. and I felt it on my side um, and I think that that really really changed me uh, in a way and and then, of course, I had another partner uh, pass away, Dean. Um, oh, my he God. He had left me in his his notes. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, I didn't realize I'm that you dated sure either you of them. This about no. Me. I did. I dated both of oh, them. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, and Dean kind of seen me as a shining light in, in a world that was not extremely safe for him. Yeah. Uh, he grew up, you know, with... Um, a lot of 
hardships through his childhood, a lot of addiction in his family, a lot of drugs all around him and many of those kind of things. And because I was doing the work to be positive and I had already gotten through hardships, I had a bubbly personality and that kind of stuff. I was seen to be a light that could help. Um, I couldn't. Um, and that was another huge hard part of my life. You know, like I went through this, the blame of like not being able to help mm -hmm. someone, uh, not knowing anything about suicide. I didn't know that he was sad. There was so, so much stuff that happened. And again, another huge monumental thing in my life that put me onto the path of healing. And I didn't know that I was going to go on this mm -hmm. path. I really didn't. <laughs> I, I took, I took a special effects makeup when I first moved to Vancouver and I was so excited to be out of the small town, living in the city. Um, I went the complete wrong way <laughs> in Don't my life. <laughs> and then, yeah, and then I found yoga. And now I'm well on my way to being a yoga therapist. You're already um, a teacher, I'm right? Studying. I'm a teacher, yeah. I'm a yoga teacher. Uh, I do Thai massage, Reiki. Um, I'm very into all of the healing aspects. And uh, just started recently, like, journeying, journeying with my spirit animals and with some other things as well. So, yeah, with with those hardships in my life, uh, coming up to be, you know, sitting on a podcast talking about happiness um, with a huge giant smile on my face. Uh, it's wild. It kind of seems surreal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I yeah. Uh, like I said, I I had no idea. Um, I mean, obviously, I knew about about both of them. Um, you can't you can't grow up in Mackenzie without knowing those kinds of things and and I mean I think that everybody was caught off guard by Dean I mean he presented as someone who was so joyful and playful and and stuff like that so so uh, I mean I think that that's something that we all shared um, I, I, I don't know if you know this probably don't um, I mean I don't know how you would know this but uh, Dean I and I used to live like kitty corner from each other like as kids like like little kids but then obviously I didn't, I wasn't very close with Dean um, growing up, but it was still awful. So I can't imagine. Um, but yeah, I mean, your, your journey, like, I mean, cause like I said, we've been friends since uh, 2015 on Facebook and we've been friends of friends for literally our whole lives. Uh, <laughs> and, um, and it's, it's very empowering to, to watch your process and to watch your, your journey from the outside. Um, it's really beautiful. You were talking about Reiki yoga and just all sorts of different modalities um so so the spirit animal thing i'm curious about that so how how are you exploring that and how did you kind of get into that element okay wild story i uh i went to a sample healing class with a girl that i had met through just going to a sample healing we just clicked right away and she brings me to this course and i walk in and Lo and behold, the teacher is a lady from Mackenzie. No way. She, <laughs> yeah, so she ended up re-related. We knew a couple people together, and it was just, like, so surreal, and I just felt really comfortable in this space. And, um, you know, I took the course, and the night drifted apart, and um, it was about a year, a year and a half after I had come up to some more things in my life as we always do um and I looked I was looking for maybe a therapist for myself and like exploring some options of how to um just have a little bit more understanding of some of my stuff and maybe work through some of the pain because all of that stuff that had happened to me 
uh, I definitely drank yeah. a lot through most of it. <laughs> um, and then when you become into it, like I'm in a really held relationship right now and all of my relationship traumas are coming mm-hmm. up and I just needed a, I just needed a resource that felt good to me. And the first counselor that I went to see, it didn't, it didn't yeah. feel right. So uh, she had put on an eight week journey study which is just going in, you get to learn about like shamanism and like how you can use your spirit guides to uh, ask questions and like further deeper understanding of yourself. Mm -hmm. And just everything that I was doing was just like dead on Mm -hmm. uh, hitting with every single thing. And I was just like, Oh my gosh, I'm like, everything is in you for your own understanding. It's just really nice to have a container held for you to work through it. Um, whether that be a therapist, whether that be, you know, like an energy worker or going on some shamanic trip or like even plant medicine. I'm very, very interested in plant medicine. I just used it for all the wrong ways. That's <laughs> <a team. laughs> so, uh... Yeah, so I look forward to doing all that. And yeah, and um, so in it, I think I'm, I'm going to actually study under her and take a mentorship and maybe be able to do the journeys for other people and that kind of stuff too. So meditation has taken on a huge crazy time, like part of my life for a girl who can sit still, love to spill her drinks and laugh in all kinds of situations. <laughs> I'm uh, on a, such a different path. <laughs> well, and that's the miracle of it, isn't it? Like, I don't know how much, I don't know how much um you know about my history, but my history is also, I mean, not overly surprising. It's not uncommon in Mackenzie. There's churches and drugs, but um, the uh, you know my journey. I mean, I wasn't in Mackenzie when I started using drugs, but my journey was very similar. Lots and lots of drugs, lots of um, you know uh, unhealthy coping mechanisms and stuff like that. And then um, you know it really started when I was 18. Went to rehab. But then it didn't really, really start until much, much later, maybe a year and a half ago. So uh, so can you tell me a little bit about how the spirit animal thing works? Like, I don't really, I don't know much about it. It's, um, so what, what you would do um, is you take, like, you take a spirit journey. It can be with, like, drums or uh, rattle or some kind of noise instrument that allows you to go into, um, like, a very relaxed state this stage that you're in you're not sleeping you're still like going on a journey in your mind and you ask for um your protected like your protector like an animal that comes in like it uh you can call upon it at any time to just like make you feel safe and like be around you watching you and then there's also your guides you can have multiple guides and they can come to you at any time um and then with these guides you have to build a relationship okay. uh, you take like uh, mine mine ended up being cheetah and i have a cheetah come <laughs> here with me now as a like due respect um you take them out running you all of these things and then you can take them into spaces where um you can ask questions and they can show you things um and the recent recent one that i found very interesting for me, is we did some soul retrieval with our okay. animals, and we just asked for something about yourself that maybe had gotten lost that you needed back. And I didn't really expect anything to come up. I always kind of just assume that I'm making shit up in my head. Yeah. Always. I'm like, oh, you're crazy. <laughs> I relate um, to that too so much. <laughs> the, things that, the things that come up are always stuff that I would have never created. I would have never put it into my mind for that specific time. Like, I... I had three things come up. One was I got alcohol poisoning when I was 16. I almost died. I like shit and pissed my pants. It was very shameful. Mm-hmm. I laughed it off and continued drinking. 
like one wise woman. As one does. <laughs> right? I'm like, ah, didn't phase me. Well, it did. It came up to tell me that. And it was just me as a little girl bawling my eyes out. And then the flashback of having alcohol poisoning. And I lost a part of myself that day. I'm still working on what it was. And I'm asking that little girl to come back because she didn't want to come back. And then there was another one, which was just like a silhouette of like this dark man. And like, uh, I, I didn't really understand what this one was because it didn't make any sense to me. But when I was talking with my guide or like the, my mentor, she expressed that things that are in shadow are things that we've casted into our shadow realm, our shadow selves. So for me, um, I got into a relationship with a, a dominant man and we decided we were going to try out Dom and sub uh, partnership. I'm very dominant in my life, so this was very, very hard for me. And for some reason, the fact that he didn't like the masculine side of me really got into my brain. And I shunned my predator, my predator self away. With this, my sex drive also went really, really down. And that's why I was coming to, like, you know, like I needed to do some work. I was like, why did this go away? Mm -hmm. And I realized that because of something that he said, I had now made this part of me not okay. And I sent it to the shadow realm. And so I lost my, you know, like my flirtatiousness. I lost like my drive, my like, I lost my predator. I lost my masculine. I lost it. I shunned it away. So I've been working to bring that back. And it's so crazy because I do feel like now I'm like, I'm standing back in this power. It feels a lot better. I'm definitely more on board for a lot more things. And it's just like, I did that to myself. Mm -hmm. Like it was me that shunned that part away. But with the drinking, that, that prominent moment was so traumatic that a part of me was like, fuck this shit and left. I'm still working with that one. I got to figure out, I think it's probably my little girl, like the playfulness and like everything, you know, like when you're full of shame and all that stuff, you kind of like, you know, like try to like be cooler, yes. you know, more swap. <laughs> <laughs> so I lost like the like fun, not that I lost the fun or anything, but I lost a piece of me that day that I'm not really sure yet. I'm still working on that. So my animal guides came with me and they took me on the journey. Uh, I had, I have like, I have a gorilla that is my protector animal. Oh, and when I first met it, when I first met it, it just like came behind me and just like both fists on either side of me in my yeah, yeah, I or get my, my mind's eye or whatever. And it was just like, so comforting I just cried and I was like oh, I'm crying right now like I don't even know if I made this up yet <laughs> but yeah it's it's, uh, it's just surreal I just really feel like there's just so much more in this world that we just don't understand because we're I mean led by the masses in in most of things and like what we were taught at, to be stories or folklore or you know like made up myths actually do have some meaning in them and they came from somewhere and we're just told to not pay attention. Absolutely, to that like there's there's it, so, so much there's so much of this stuff. The the alternative modalities, I would call it, like alternative to Western medicine, that gets that gets shunned as not being um, valid or being you know silly hokey. There's all sorts of words that people use, but really, like if if you're paying attention, what's really freaking cool is that science is finally converging with these different modalities and saying, hey, actually. Actually, there's some validity to it. We don't understand why, but we, you know, we know now, like, you know, I'm just thinking back to when I was young, you know, what what was and wasn't accepted as as acceptable. You know, we know that acupuncture is, you know, scientifically backed. We know that yoga is scientifically backed. We know that auras and and all of that is scientifically backed. Um, I mean, even, and so this is just kind of, even uh, crystal healing 
you know, we already use, you know, quartz crystal to literally harness like electricity, like electrical energy in watches. So whenever someone says there's no validity to crystals harnessing and, and, and honing energy, I'm always like, we literally use it in a physical way to do the exact same thing. So I don't understand. But anyway, sorry, I'm getting all getting all high and mighty. But but yeah. I definitely think that there's a narrative around this kind of stuff that it, it makes you, um, I don't even know what the word is, naive maybe. But thankfully, finally, we're starting to see that actually, <laughs> actually, this stuff is legit. And we're finally getting to a point where we can prove that it's legit. And eventually we'll get to a point where we can prove how you know so um i cannot wait for that to happen like i mean i totally understand that if you break your leg you need to go to a doctor they need to replace it i'm like but when there's a deep wound that they keep telling you there's nothing wrong with you or they give you pills for your happiness like that needs to be dealt with in a different way and it's probably like a lot of you know trauma yes <laughs> holding on to energy and the energy makes us sick because we're not learning to like fucking <laughs> move through it we hold on to these things and we don't have this i don't know it's just it's an extra tool in a tool pouch why would you cast exactly. it away which we did because society casted it away and like if it makes sense for somebody you don't just take it away well yeah and <laughs> i'm i'm hoping to see more and more people empowered to use what works instead of what quote unquote should work you know something that always comes into my head um you know like you're talking about trauma and the brain and i do a lot of I wouldn't say research because it's not, you know, it's not necessarily clinical studies and stuff, but a lot of like sort of observational research and conversational research about the brain and different stuff um, and how it works. And one of the things, you know, you, you want to see what gets Kara real annoyed is when people say it's all in your head um, because it's like, yes, yeah, so it's a fucking aneurysm. You know, and nobody doesn't take that seriously. You know, like the fact that the fact that something's going on in your brain is a huge deal. And to try and dismiss it with something that doesn't even make sense is so silly. So I agree so, so much that, you know, we um, we have all of these different trauma reactions and things around things. And we don't need to be piling onto that and saying, no, no, no. These types of modalities that might work are shameful. They make you stupid or they make you naive. Like that's that's a little silly to me. Um, so what? Very unfair. So, I mean, obviously, um, just like most of us, you experienced a time in your life where, where you maybe believed that narrative that it was silly. Um, so, so what was it that freed you up to, to try? The lived experience of, you know, like all of these things coming to light like uh I, I i went into yoga because it happened to be behind my house and i was like oh well, i may as well go try it so i walk in and it's this lady she's tattooed she's got like cool hair <laughs> and i'm like okay sweet i can yeah, be here can be cool you know i'm a punk rocker <laughs> you know like i'm like i'm a punk rocker I'm like if for one i didn't feel like i should be here but now i'm like okay this is great and i did yoga and um so i went i was having um a bit of relationship trouble. Uh, I made some mistakes and I had treated some people not very well. And I, I was feeling really, really hurt about it. I happened to walk past a metaphysical shop and I walked in and I asked him if we do a reading and he very much so explained that I should stop doing cocaine because <laughs> um, it, would, it's, it would ruin my life. 
he explained that both of the people that I was with um, were going to be very, very bad for me and that if I didn't uh, leave one, it was going to be a really, really hard breakup and the other person was like the devil, basically. So I continued to not listen to him, but he did say one thing with to me and he said, you should do yoga. You should do yoga. And so I stayed in that re- the one relationship that ended up to be really, really long and painful and it hurt, of course, as it did. <laughs> but I also decided that I got EI and I got laid off that I was going to take this 200 hour yoga class and I walk in and it's that teacher with the tattoos (laughs) and the cool hair and she's now going to be my guide and like all of those things just sat with me Mm -hmm. like they stewed so much that it was like you know I was like no I was like all this stuff is real like I can't not listen to that and then of course I still had people being like Jordan you should just listen to some guy off the street follow your whole entire (laughs) life path based on him but I was like I don't know. I don't think I'm listening to him. I think I'm listening to myself. And that's what I believe in. And more and more and more crazy things happen to me. Like crazy things have always happened to me. I feel like I didn't go through all those like losses and grief and all that stuff at such a young age to not be where I am today. I feel like it was very valuable. And unfortunately, with all that pain came a lot of understanding. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and then, and then just like random stuff. Uh, I recently had a friend pass away and she, um, I was sitting there and I, I did a little ritual around saying goodbye. I wrote down some words and I threw um, the paper in the fire and I pulled a card from this deck that I don't usually like working with books or something. For some reason I was like, nope, this is the deck. And I wanted to have a glass yeah. of wine, but I had quit drinking for a while. So I was like feeling really bad about it. And I was like, you know what? She would want me to have this glass of wine mm-hmm. with her. It's like, it's all of that. And so I shuffle this card and I pull it out and it's like the goddess of wine. Just drink up. <laughs> Stop worrying about what people think. Or like, you know, like it's not about that judgment. Like celebrate your life and have fun. You're allowed to have fun too. And I was just like, oh my God. I was like, that's 100% her just giving me this card. And so I messaged one of my friends who's a medium and she's like, yeah, she's here. She plays, she's, she's a musician. She does this, she does this. And just, just prior I had drawn a little tattoo and she's like she wants you to get that tattoo you're drawing and it was just all of this stuff and I was like I'm very much so connected to this because I wouldn't have just done all of those things if I wasn't absolutely if I wasn't fully listening if I was blocked off so the more that these things open up to me the less that I think it's woo and the more that I think anybody who thinks woo stuff is not real I, you know what, I, I fall into the same, the same belief, uh, the same belief. And like you said, your friends are like, you shouldn't listen to some guy on the street. Really, we're all just mirrors for each other. You know, you mentioned, you know, that you feel like you're listening to you. I think so too. You know, I don't really believe in coincidence. I think that that guy was there right at the right time to reflect to you what you needed to take your next steps. So, um, Mm -hmm. that's, that's, Mm -hmm. that's just really, really amazing. And I'm uh, I'm glad to glad to hear it. Um, I am going to so I'm gonna I'm gonna grab my phone for a second, and I'm gonna we're gonna play a game before we close out, and then I'm gonna ask if you have it. Well, I'll, you'll hear when I ask, so I don't have to ask now. So, um, <laughs> uh, so what we're gonna do is something. Um, you know those Facebook games where it's poorly described jobs, um, so or you know poorly described animals things like that. So I'm just going to pull up a random list from Google and see if it's any good. And it might not be good, but I'm going to, so I'm going to get you to guess what this describes. Okay. So we're doing animals. Tyrannosaurus deer. Okay. 
a kangaroo. Giraffe? <laughs> oh, those dinosaurs! Yeah, I get it. <laughs> um, giraffe sheep. Yeah, llama. it's a llama or alpaca. alpaca. Yeah, I'm not really sure. Even you probably know. I think maybe alpaca. It's so cute. Oh, yeah. I think that's, those are the ones Yeah, that they're fit. so cute. Uh, oh. Danger noodle. Yeah. They stink, though. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, danger zebra. It's an animal. It's very... It's a tiger. It's a tiger. <laughs> yeah, okay, there we go. Oh, my God. Why couldn't I think of that? Um... Oh. Okay, these are all just these are just like different uh, different nopes. <laughs> Danger nope. 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 Um, prison pony. Well, it a is a zebra. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, this one's good. This will be the last one. Fart squirrel. It's a skunk. skunk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I have the fart squirrels. Yeah, I uh, I really liked this game. Someone suggested it to me because I tried to do a different game and it just didn't work out at all. And he's like, well, what if you did this? And I was like, that is brilliant. And I'm going to take your idea and run with that. Uh, super fun super fun so uh so my last question is do you have anything that you'd like to plug or you'd like to add or anyone you want to say hi to um before we before we close oh i wonder well um yeah i have i have turned the tide yoga uh you can follow me on facebook my website is not very good i do not understand electronics very well but you can go on there as well <laughs> um yeah turn the tide yoga on instagram and facebook is where you can find me um i am doing one-on-one -on -one virtual yoga therapy sessions which align your kosher layers your physical assessment, your emotions, your energetic body, your spiritual being in your bliss body. Um, and we, yeah, we'd work online one-on-one. -on -one. Uh, the physical assessment's a little bit different now that we can't really do hands-on too much with people, but it's still, um, it's yoga suitable to balance your, all of your energies, the physical, mental, all, all of them, all together, specified for you. Um, yeah, other than that, I don't believe I have too many plugs um, if you are looking for a medium, I'm not sure that I would share her name, but if you are looking for a medium, you can always reach me on my, um, on your Insta or your Facebook, yeah. any of my plugs. And then, and then I could direct you into her direction. Perfect. Um, if that's something perfect. And I, of course, of, yeah. as always, will put the links underneath in the description so that you guys can, you know, you don't have to frantically write it down while she's talking. And, uh, well, I'm frantically talking because I'm so bad at I'm honestly <laughs> really bad at it too. I don't know if you ever caught my commercial, but it literally is just talking. It's like, do you long for nervous laughter and <laughs> endless ums? Like, it's <laughs> that's great though. Humor is always attractive. I just, yeah, I just run with anti-marketing, and it, it seems to do okay. Um, I mean, the beauty thing is, I don't really have any expectations, so it, I'm never disappointed. Uh, <laughs> but uh, okay, is and is there anything you want to add about happiness, or really, literally anything? Um, the the floor is yours. Just the intention that 
happiness is possible in the moments that you wouldn't even believe it. Just keep looking. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's a rewiring of your brain of sorts, I believe. Um, I don't think that I would have been in this place if I didn't catch some of my negative thinking and be able to swap it and look at the bright side, even in some of the darkest times. Like I kind of took pride in laughing at some stuff that probably didn't be laughed <laughs> at, but it helped. It helped rewire Absolutely. to like Setting a different your defaults. way. Resetting your defaults. Um, yeah. Like it's kind of, yeah, it's almost a, uh, like a, a slap in the face to the sadness if you can find the happiness. That's, that's beautiful, dude. <laughs> I love that. Um, so thank you so much for coming on the show. Very much appreciate you taking the time. I hope that you have a wonderful day. Um, you don't have to hang up right away, but I'm just going to close the show. Um, <laughs> I should tell people this beforehand instead of always saying it on the show. Um, <laughs> but uh, anyways, to my listeners, thank you guys for listening as always. Love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>